Hey everybody, what's going on? It's Chris Czar, and welcome to the Yoga Czar podcast for Thursday, March 31st, 2022, and uh, a namaste to you. <laughs> I'm feeling a little city, silly today. Uh, I just got done with the Chris Czar podcast, that's where I do my comedy stuff, and your boy was on a roll, so if... Um, if that Zeus pours into this podcast, um, I would apologize, but frankly, it's it's a lot of fun. So have fun with me there if you want to. Also, if you haven't already, subscribe to this show. Let your friends know that this show is cool by subscribing to this show. Thanks for doing that. And now let's get into some yoga. For starters, I went to a yin yoga session this morning. It was in Ocean Beach, which is the hippie section of San Diego. And at the studio, the mayor resides. I don't know why I said that like Yoda, but there you go. In any case, (laughs) she is not the literal mayor of Ocean Beach. Frankly, I don't know who is, but she ought to be. She definitely could be. And you've heard me refer to this woman before. I think her name is Nikki Ray Bose. And uh, she's coming up on her third year of owning the studio. And you heard that right. She started it pandemic time and survived pandemic time and became a cornerstone during the pandemic time. Uh, the family there at Reunify is amazing. <clears throat> A little granola, very sweet, overall amazing. <laughs> In any case, it'd been a while since I had uh, I'd been there. And she's coming up on or is in the third trimester of her pregnancy. So before or the last time I saw her, she wasn't pregnant and this time she <laughs> uh what well baked, we'll say. And um, she was cruising along, man. Her spirits were high. Uh, She looked physically well. um, Had a lot of vitality in her eyes and in her body. And her voice is still incredibly strong. So, um, shouts out to you, Nikki. Good job. Good job so far. And I hope everything cracks out well for you. And that yin session that we did this morning. Holy smokes. She is an elite teacher, that's for sure. She is an elite teacher for sure. Why she is elite? Well, I'm glad you asked. (laughs) Uh, In part, her structure is very sound. Incredibly sound. And also, I know a lot of people out there, when they think yin, they think easy. No, (laughs) it can be sure. You can make it restorative and kind and sweet, but you want to do some, some fire toes. You want to do some breath work that might make you feel like you're leaving your body for a moment. You want to push it a little bit. And when I say push it, I mean, just let go more (laughs) surrender deeper. (laughs) 
uncouple yourself from your inner narrative with more completeness yeah yeah it's it's that type of yin class <clears throat> and frankly the breath work could be one of the key separators of what distinguishes her yin experience which for i mean you could you could ask me or you could ask the full front to back side to side room that she had in that studio but i think what makes that experience so incredible really is the breath work i mean certainly that's an a distinguisher certainly separates that yoga experience where you know you're dropping in at at 22 bucks a pop that's not exactly cheap but it's definitely worth it it's definitely worth it so that in tandem with a very sound structure so the sequencing of her postures has harmony amongst it because you know how you take some teachers and, and and your body will feel sort of conflicted like it'll get hot in some sharp specific areas and your body will ask for counter poses or to do certain things which uh, will need to invite relief and sometimes we, we do that on purpose right as yoga teachers we set things up to be relieved in this case her sequence and structure was so sound that my body didn't ask for for any of that my body contested me sometimes and that's okay right that's that's part of the experience <laughs> we're gonna dwell here we're gonna be here even when conflict arrives can you be with it and I'm so thankful that a teacher like her is in San Diego to that a yoga studio owner like her is here in San Diego to really set the fucking tone. <laughs> yes, sir. We're going to do some breath work. We're going to do some asana. We're going to get into philosophy. And of course, we're going to be practicing asana. Hell yeah, brother, sister, and everybody involved. So hey, Nikki, thanks. Thanks for a liberating sleeping swan experience. <laughs> Thank you for an invigorating dragon pose experience. Thank you for the supportive bridge pose and the the gems of philosophy which you peppered in in between and you know because you're a yoga practitioner probably if you're listening to this you know how when you're in a class those gems that get dropped are you, you try to like file them away somewhere in your brain like, oh, I want to save that. I want to hold on to this. Can I take a mental screenshot of what was experienced here? 
and then you go through the class and you get to the end and the shavasana happens and you feel so refreshed like a reset button was pushed and then afterwards you feel like oh wait did i not save my work because <laughs> that reset button was hit and you forgot everything <laughs> you feel great but of course the wisdom doesn't have to be intellectualized it ought to be embodied and that's the thing right embodying the wisdom and being the being the person with an ego <laughs> that i am of course when the lessons came forward i thought about how i could apply it in in my life and perhaps that's what the magic does for a person in yoga is that it's not just a body experience. If you're the type of person who aligns with the idea that, quote unquote, the body keeps the score, then the traumas, the stressors, the conflicts, which we have, will be explored. <laughs> uh, as you explore your body, your breath, and the integration of all this in the practice space. So I got to thinking when Nikki brought up the modes of being, the gunas, G-U-N-A-S, the root of those words are tamasad, raja, and sattva. The ending of those, I don't remember. I'm sorry. Or rather, I think I'd mispronounce them, so I won't. <laughs> but the first one, I've heard from an Iyengar teacher before. An Iyengar teacher before. And being tamasic was to be dull. It's sort of the ignorant form. A way that my teacher from India described it was, you know that the food is bad for you. The food does not taste very good. You eat it and then you feel bad. <laughs> that is tamasic behavior. <laughs> I'm like, nice, got it. <laughs> and then Raja, that means uh, royal. That's like the, the mode of being that is action, uh, ambition, fully stretched out without a corrective measure of mindfulness or kindness. Whatever your balancing variable in the equation that works with ambition and aggression and sharp action see because when you do have that balance it's not the royal form it's not the raja it's a form with equanimity quite a bit healthier let's say <laughs> and that is sattvic and so if the first form 
the mode of being is being dull. The second one being spicy, active. And the third one being healthy, grounded, harmonious. Then I immediately went through body, breath, mind. And that was, that was an interesting experience because I feel like what I do with my body is, is very active. I'm, I'm very proud of my form. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> and yet I critiqued it as being dull in my breath. I critiqued my breath as having too much ambition to it. And I analyze my headspace as being of calm, balanced nature. And I could go in on a deeper interpretation of that, but I set all that up to share an experience where introspection spontaneously, naturally, and oftentimes insightfully occurs. It occurs with the, the right teacher. It occurs with, I would also add a healthy approach to your yoga practice. Healthy is the delicate word there that calibrates like what your intentions are, what you seek, what you're ready for. And when those things come together, oh boy. Oh boy, is that nurturing for the soul, nurturing for the psyche, certainly. So big shouts to you, Nikki. Thanks for doing that. If you haven't done yin yoga before, highly recommend. Don't think it'll be easy just because you're not moving a lot or sweating. <laughs> Does not mean it won't be intense. I promise you that. And if you are curious about it and you like my style, you like what I do, uh, hire me. <laughs> yes, sir. Czar, C-Z-A-R, yogaclub.com. If you're a studio listening to this, you'll see my rate on there for a class. If you are an individual or a duo, looking for a private or a semi-private, you can hire me on there if you are a small group, right? So bachelor parties and girls listening to this, like, oh my God, yes, a healthy outlet <laughs> or bachelorette parties. No, it, it won't be a, a stripper yoga thing. <laughs> I swear. It'll be tea, meditation, a little bit of aromatherapy, some laughs and such. But if you're into that, you can hire me on there. Where are we going to go? San Diego, of course. But I mean, if you got a spot all the way out in Palm Springs and you want to bring a yoga instructor out there for that, I'll make the drive. If you're asking, can you afford that? Well, you should look at the group price. <laughs> It's not too high. It's not too steep. Promise you that. 
but it makes the drive worth it. And I, I'm doing my best with that, by the way. So, you know, DM me on Instagram at yoga czar. And if you see some stuff on my website, which you're like, I like, but the price is a little steep for me. I just might send you a coupon code (laughs) to say one, thanks for listening to the podcast Two, Thanks for checking out my site. And three, I'd like to meet you where you're at. So do that. And that will also help inform me how to best meet you. The listener, the, the client, the purchaser, the buyer. Know what sort of value agreement that we can reach. Now I know that some people listening to this are yoga entrepreneurs. And if you're listening to this and you think to yourself, I want to be like Nikki and own a studio, that's awesome. The most important thing there is location, location, location. <laughs> I cannot stress that enough. I mean, yeah, you want to have a price point that works for you. But the location is very important. And she was patient enough to come up on both. Also, she's got the full stack. She's got a special set of tools. So assess yourself as a business person. And if you're the type of business person that is cool with hiring employees, that's cool with working with business leases, which is cool with working with insurance and mind body and et cetera, et cetera, then hell yeah, go on and get some. But if you're the type of person who is entrepreneurial in the sole proprietor sense, like your boy, then consider this. We want to have our services make our clients happy, to make the practitioners happy. And also, we have a a livelihood <laughs> to which we're we're striving for. And it can be it can be really difficult to stick up for yourself and not get burnt out because of the rates that an employer might pay you. And that's what happened to me recently. On this last leg of the podcast, I'm going to talk about uh, some negotiations which happened recently that, um, well, <laughs> it makes for a good story. So uh, if, if you got everything you needed from this podcast, thanks for coming by. If you're here for a little bit of insight, what's going on at the table, then let's, let's get into it, huh? <clears throat> so as of last week, I, I no longer am a yoga coach for the boxing club. And we ended on good terms, by the way. We're cool. The owners and I, we're cool. Me and most of the management, we're cool. Um, and those, those people that I became friends with there and, and made some connections with, thank you. Your words, by the way, 
um, you reaching out to me and letting me know how much you've cared and how much you've enjoyed the practice there. That's meant the world to me. So shouts out to you. Thank you. Lauren, Jenna, Brandon. Thank you. That aside. Oh, and Brandon. <laughs> I have two of you. Thank you. <laughs> that aside. I was informed that in the scope of what they have going on at their business, the value proposition hasn't been one that is currently assessed as being valuable. It doesn't add to their top line and it draws from their bottom line. And with what they got going on in their company, they had to make some adjustments and that seemed to be one of them. Some of which I just relate to was not relate to me. Some of that's just implied. That being said, they couldn't afford my rate. And for those of you who are asking, Hey man, what's your rate? <laughs> Check me out. Zaryogaclub.com. <laughs> and you'll see my rate there. And the rate that they were giving me was actually under that rate, but I also had their facility, right? Could train jujitsu, Muay Thai, kickboxing, boxing if I wanted to, sauna, a fairly good array, actually a very good array of free weight lifting equipment. So the value proposition to me, sound. And I get to work with these combat athletes and this arena of people that are demographic of people rather that I enjoy working with, which are working professionals with curiosity in the realm of self-awareness, performance, recovery, and of course, yoga. So all that to say, it was worth working for them at $35 an hour with a $5 bonus if I had six or more people in the room, which is more than half capacity for the room that we're practicing in. And then $10 bonus if I had eight or more people in there, which is not 100%, but very close to 100% of the capacity that could be in that room. So when I was told that they couldn't afford my price, what that told me was one, I feel concerned for them because I want them to succeed. And if the money's so tight that that's too much, then Hey, <clears throat> my best to you. Also, the value assessment on yoga teachers, perhaps because of the diluted RYT 200, I like the owner was talking about how one of the things that he really liked about me was the fact I was an ERYT 500 and that my class really had an individualized experience and that you never really know what you're going to get from these RYT 200s and the ones that do land, they seem very similar, much of the same. And hey, fair enough, right? It's an entry level certification. So 
<clears throat> so, you know, you could have that type of teacher who will work for you at $15 an hour and they'll lead a session that will have a sun salutation sequence in it for sure and some rehearsed yoga postures that they feel safe enough to go through that they know what that they won't get tripped up in that they won't create any confusion in and no one will get hurt in and you know they'll put on some fun music probably <laughs> and if that's the experience that that you want to give hell yeah go for it right i mean how else are young yoga teachers going to learn if if they don't get the reps for sure so that's a good way to go but is that the only way is that the way that we all should be going no <laughs> no and uh yeah and so that that was a bit of a bummer and so the added element to this is and it's going to get a little bit spicy here is that there was some turnover when I got hired on and the onboarding paperwork apparently it didn't get processed in the way that was diligent and so there was some loose ends in there where there was an assumption that was made by the new management that I was getting paid a certain type of way even though the contract itself did not express that at all and so in the investigation for that correction you know I brought it to them I was like hey you're not paying me what you said you were paying me um, and you're missing it by by this much and then oh well I thought the contract was like this where you get an hourly plus a commission for the class and it's like no contract says I get this hourly rate and I get this bonus uh, they had some discrepancy between the first contract which was sent to me and the contract that I sent back to them that was signed and negotiated for which had the added bonus structure in it although the hourly was the same and so they felt like they had all the information all the pieces together and I feel like they're like hey there is like a bad taste with what you said you were getting paid and our systems didn't show that we offer you that contract at all and I was like no <laughs> no that was my that was my return and after that return with the other parts of my onboarding paperwork I didn't hear anything back and I kept teaching and then you hired a new manager and you've been sorting stuff out and here we are just a uh, two to three months later you know trying to get up to speed with hey <laughs> This is what I signed on for to be paid for. This is the work that I've been doing. And this is the one contract that all parties have signed. So if the first contract is what you want to pay me, then yeah, you can pay me that, but you still haven't paid me that either. So we got all that corrected. And that's why I said where it's all good between us now. Um, and as a note to other entrepreneurs out there, don't leave 
any loose ends. I was pretty diligent about it. I was also more agreeable and unwanting to stir the pot than I should have been. And you shouldn't when it comes to that. Just get that squared away. And when turnover happens, take the initiative to lead off where the previous supervisor had left you off with and try to get those buttoned up as quick as you can. Because you you can't assume. <laughs> you can't assume that important stuff will get passed off intelligently. <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, it, it's the assumptions which, which will create snags and things. So, hey, uh, for those of you that had been seeing me at the boxing club, you can still practice with me. Um, I know you hang out with me on Instagram already at Yogazar, but for other people out there, you can hang out with me on Instagram as well at Yogazar. Subscribe to this podcast. Let your friends know that you listen to this. It's pretty awesome. Hey, and uh, hire me or join my yoga club at czaryogaclub.com. Yoga club is where you'll get some discounts for said services. Also, we do breath work, meditation live for you. And a video is getting sent out based on your request saying, hey, I got some next stuff going on, Chris. I could, you know, look at this on YouTube, but I can't ask YouTube to specifically address this. So here's a bunch of questions. I'm a little bit curious about this. What can I do for this? And I'll send you a video. And that'll be dropping into the club's inbox every Sunday. So that's enough plugs. Thanks for coming by. I love you. And I'll come back here to check in on you again next week. Happy end of March. I'll see you in April. Peace.